Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Groove podcast. I am DJ Keo. And I am Basil Barrington. And today we are reviewing... Book uh, of Boba Fett. This is a Star Wars character. All-star, top-of-the-pyramid Star Wars character. Everybody loves Boba Fett. Right. Because, you know, in the 80s when he came out, he's just badass. He didn't see anything. Darth Vader was like, dude, don't disintegrate everybody. Like, he's he's actually like... He had gravitas to him. He looked mm. cool. His suit yeah. was cool. Like the helmet was cool. Everything's cool about this guy. The Mandalorian. He's a Mandalorian, right? Yeah, he's a Mandalorian. Uh, I'll say this though: between mm-hmm. the two shows, the the Mandalorian show is better than Boba Fett so far. That's it start. I'll say it started better. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not impressed with this show. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Boba Fett, right? And you know, I, I, I'm you know we can go into Star Wars lore or whatever because Jango Fett was in the the Clone Wars or the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the whatever the second Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and uh, this is his clone son. And I like I like the universe. I love me some Star Wars. Or right? I've been a fan for my entire life. Right, mm-hmm. as far back as I can remember, I've been a fan. This show was boring. I'll say it like that. I don't. I don't know what happened. I I don't know what they're, I, maybe they're leading up to something cool. Between this one and the Mandalorian, they refuse to actually do any bounty hunting, which is like such your character is for. I mean, like Boba Fett, they're tracking uh, people down. He's a he's a crime lord. The the other thing is, well, the they um again. I don't know what on, they're doing with that. This is on Disney Plus. Um, the first uh, episode, or they call it the first chapter, is called "Stranger in a Strange Land." And yeah, I was um, you know, I was a little confused as well because I'm like, wait a minute, why is the Mandalorian taking his helmet off? Well, yeah the the Mandalorian in the show, the other guy, let's say mm. Mandalorian two. Okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's from a special sect of, of they the Mandalorian. That you can't, okay. Yeah, you can't take the helmet off, okay. but everybody else takes it off like no big deal. So it's kind of it's kind of funny that behind the scenes there's supposedly some contention about this because the actor wanted this to show his face more because he felt like he's just doing voice work and nobody cares. Right, and he's not getting recognition for his great acting. He's like, he's I need another job. Someone needs to see my face. <laughs> yeah, so apparently there is some kind of beef behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So second season, he took the helmet off more, but uh, yeah, they they don't mind taking the helmet off. I don't know. The show seems like a departure from the character, like him being a crime boss. I don't why. Like I, I get that's what they led up to at the end of the Mandalorian season two, that he that's what he's gonna do. But why? It's uh, and the other thing is okay. So this is a brand new show on Disney Plus. Um, this is the first episode. They will be feeding us episodes what mm-hmm. every Wednesday, right? Yeah, I think it's yeah, they come out every yeah. Wednesday, right? So um. Sort of like what they did with uh, Loki as well. Same concept, yeah. I mean, I like that concept. You know, again, we we spoke about this before. Why not do Doom like that? Why not do The Matrix like that? You know, it's just like now Mm -hmm. you have the ability to pull in more subscribers, even if they're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to wait until the season is over, rent it for like one month or subscribe one month and just like veg out on it like that. Yeah, you know, or you know, subscribe for two months or two and a half, three mm-hmm. months. And 
But, you know, you're getting new subscribers opposed to, hey, this is in the theater, yada, yada, yada. The other thing is this. I'm, I'm kind of like wondering why even do this series? Why not just like continue on with the Mandalorian and just make that even better? Well, the Mandalorian was so popular. They have like four spinoff shows now or three. The Ahsoka Tana has her own show. Um, there's another girl, the Gina Carano. She was supposed to have her own show. Mm. They got canceled. And um, then the Book of Boba Fett. So yeah, three spinoff shows from one one show. Mm. And, I, and, you know, Disney's trying to milk it. <laughs> trying to get yeah. as much money as possible. But the other thing, too, is that they have to do it weekly because Disney was losing uh, subscribers. Yeah. Oh, After yeah. whatever season was, everyone just mm. unsubscribed to the thing and then subscribe again when the show came on. Yeah. So I think they're trying to do this to kind of maintain, to keep people, to keep their subscription on intact. And I get it from a business standpoint. I get it. It's good for content creators because you got a weekly show. But yeah, <laughs> I get yeah, it. But you know what? I mean, like uh, Asaka, um, uh, Ahsoka Tana. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I ho- hopefully that's an animated show because, like I said, no, it's you know, live action. Okay, see, that's okay. <laughs> see, I mean, you could have, like, I mean, just had a bit more creativity. You could have gone um, a mm-hmm. bit more left, or you know, just you. The boundaries there aren't any really. Yeah. With um, automate. I mean, uh, animation. It's right? un- it is unlimited. <clears throat> I would say though, with the. <clears throat> With how they did the screen, where they're able to create any environment with that mm-hmm. the LED screen, mm-hmm. it kind of gives you a little bit of leeway to do stuff that you probably couldn't have done in a normal situation. Yeah. So, I it, future the technology has gotten to the point where you could do a lot more, a lot easier now, especially with computers and stuff like that. So, I, we have to see what they're going to do with that show. But we're we're talking about Boba Fett. Uh, I guess we could do a rundown about basically what happened. Real quick, so, uh, because this was a 38-minute like episode. <laughs> it, it was a teaser episode of man, nothing happened here. So uh, he basically shows you how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, climbs out. He's walking in the desert. And he gets uh, robbed by... Jawas, Jawas okay. uh, robbed him. Took his armor. They're like um, then, they're scavengers, aren't they? Yeah, they're basically scavengers, mm. and uh, they're they're tiny people scavengers. And then you had <laughs> the uh, Tuscan Raiders, and you know what's funny? Every time I've seen Star Wars, the Tuscan Raiders and Jawas have been dealt with <laughs> easily, so easily, been handled right? easily. Mm. And this guy was struggling, he's struggling for dear life. So they captured him. Uh, he tried to free himself, and that didn't work out. And he got into a fight that didn't work out, and uh, he saved uh, a tiny yep. Tuscan Raider kid. <laughs> kid, right? Come on. And uh, then they gave him his freedom, and uh, I guess it's a, a run back of what happened. And they're jumping back and forth with him now being on Jabba the Hutt's throne, and <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, I have to. I have to say this though. What's up? The, the one battle in the street was terrible. Oh, dude, it was that beyond was like, terrible. It, you know, it, it was so it was so staged, like so. It was like the perfect. They had the perfect weapon for him. He did the dumbest thing to do it. He didn't have his jetpack. He, he didn't, didn't have, have his helmet to, on. 
He's like wearing his helmet. Like he's doing it. It was, it was like it's designed in a way so that this could be a thrilling fight. Because if he had all this equipment, it wouldn't be a thrilling fight. It would be over pretty quickly. You saw him blast the guy that jumped on the, the wall <laughs> with the rocket. Like that's what would happen. Yeah. Any other situation. I don't know. I was like, he tried yeah. to blast them, but you know they had their shields up. The other thing is because like, why would you shoot somebody with a shield? You, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, oh wait, it, it backfired on me. You know? Um, yeah, it's not your first rodeo. You've done this before. What are you doing? You know, going back to the uh, the Tuscans, right? That was the mm. first time in any Star Wars, be it you know, hey, you see more of their culture. live movie animated. That was the first time I saw Tuscans actually fight like you said they're always running they're scared straight you know they're always running the whole nine this tuscan who was uh battling boba fett and obviously he didn't have his uniform on that's the other thing it's just like oh this guy isn't as savvy and strong (laughs) without is it is is it without his uniform or is it like you know yeah, and I was just like, oh, this guy is pretty basic. I could have, like, you know, went in there with him, you know. and I, like, and, and I get you've been in the desert off. for a long mm-hmm. time. You're tired. But, dude, you're Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Vader was like, hey, I'm going to talk to you with, with some respect. I'm going to put some respect on your name. Like, you're Boba Fett. What are you doing? The fight I, scene I, I, was I, totally whack, yo. I mean, this, I thought like, you hailed know. himself better. I, I get the desert and you're tired. I get that. I totally understand. And you don't have your, your armor and you don't have everything, but you're also Boba Fett. <laughs> like, ah, I, I what do, okay. It's, what do you think about like the, okay. So you have Boba Fett and then you also have his sidekick, uh, Finnick, um, Finnick Shand or something. Yeah. So a, I don't generator, see, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't see how, I, I mean, can both of them as characters even hold the show? No. Because, again, I mean, you had the the parkour, you know, jumping and everything else from, like, rooftop to rooftop. That was cool. Yeah. Um, This is shot in uh, Los Angeles, so it's shot in L.A., I guess, in a studio in a box. (laughs) Yeah, they they should have went to Algeria or whatever. Where'd they go? Where'd they normally film it? I don't know. but they, They film it in Africa normally. It would. This was shot, filmed in L.A. <laughs> it, it looks like it. So I think the only <laughs> thing real. from it Algeria like... was the imported sand, maybe. <laughs> There's a. I can't remember. It's like Morocco or so. They film it. They film it somewhere in a, in some desert. Mm-hmm. Usually, like live on location. All the movies yeah. were filmed in this one area, and oh, I guess because cool. the, the technology is. So they've gotten so advanced now. They're just like, you're in a soundstage. Everything's good. It's like we, we have pictures of the Algerian desert. So let's just yeah. import that and, you know, just rock it out <laughs> that way. You know, what about the huge monster that Boba Fett was uh, fighting that came up out of I, the sand who had like. I left. That 12, was so like, you know, looking. feet, you know, whatever. It's just like that joint. Remind yeah. he had like a face. His face looked like. um one of the old, old school Godzilla movies, like the ones that the, you know, the old school ones where, you know, it was just, you know, made like in one of those Asian countries, that sort of face. And then um, not quite sure how they chopped off the, the monster's mm. head. And then yeah, you had, show that. yeah. And then you had the dog that sort of looked like an alligator, right? Yeah, that, those dogs have been there. They've been in the movies too. But like, the, I think that George Lucas needs to approve the designs again. 
Because it's just getting generic at this point. Like, it's, it's so generic, dude. I was just like, like um, his designs were crazy. They looked original. Like you've never seen anything like that before. Was there anything in this? Annual. Was there anything in this episode that you did like? There was something in this episode that I did like. I like Boba Fett. I didn't like what they did to Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, like they I, did him wrong. God, mm-hmm. I was just like, Ugh, all right, well, let's get this adventure going. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you're going to do this the whole show? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I want I, I want adventure from Boba Fett. That's what I want. I don't want him being Jabba the Hutt sidekick number two or whatever or taking over his crown. I don't want that. Just, Just Boba so, Fett being in one place the, for the whole time seems That's going to be whack. That's going to be whack, dude. You know? This guy's been flying over the whole universe in his Slave One spaceship, catching bad guys or good guys, whoever he wants for the money. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. As a child, that's all I wanted to see. Just the space and now travel, this you know guy's, what I'm saying? This guy's taking over for Jabba the Hutt now. He's a crime whatever. lord. He's sitting on the throne. He's collecting money. He's a mobster, basically. He's a mobster. Who he's a mobster who doesn't understand how to be a mobster. Right. You you don't have a gang. How do you plan to enforce anything? The thing <laughs> that I liked about this episode was the lounge that they went into. That was a dope uh, lounge, wasn't it? <laughs> that lounge was dope. I was it's like got the cantina vibes in there. I'm like, wait a minute, dude, get rid of this band. We need a DJ up in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. They know like two songs in that, that the band and the cantinas. They only know two songs. But uh, oh, my, oh my goodness. It's um it uh, I okay. I would prefer if Boba Fett wasn't just sitting on, on this thing, like just collecting money. I need adventure. That's what that's what I think bothered me. I probably would have enjoyed the episode better if I wasn't looking at that like I need adventure. Where's the adventure? Okay, he got captured. Where's the adventure? How come this guy's not badass like he's supposed to be? Like, and, th- and he can barely fit into his uniform, but that's a whole other argument. Yeah, I, I think the um, <laughs> for me, I think once I saw the fight scene, I was like, okay. And, and okay, I know this is the first episode, but the fight scene said a lot to me. It said, this may be kind of cheesy moving forward. Because well, if I- you have cheesy fight scenes like that, it's just like, wait a minute. Aren't you a Mandalorian? Can't you just like Swiss cheese folks up and then I'm expecting the Swiss cheese. Yeah, I, I mean, people in respect on Finnex, she um I've seen her in episodes also in animated series too with the Star Wars stuff. Dude, she she's she's supposed to be this serious, you know, person, but um Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those scenes, the fight scenes, it was just like, come on. And then so when they came out of the lounge, the two Gamorians were behind them. Then all of a sudden they would they just disappeared. Yeah, that's was plot convenience. I guess they, they were like, up with Dude, man, let's go like, back to the lounge because that's where the action is, you know. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, yeah. I for him to decide to take over the Hut Empire and just run Tatooine, but you don't have any men, you don't have any resources, you don't you have don't any have connections, a, you don't have a crew, you don't have a crew. People don't know who you were or what you're doing there now. Everything's changed since you've been in the Sarlacc pit and all this other stuff. The whole the whole game's changed. You don't even know what you're supposed to, who's supposed to collect from, and how much you're supposed to collect. You don't know anything. That's that's a far fetched. That this guy had a great plan. I'm going to take over for this thing. That's mm. just silly. 
I mean, silly I'm, on his face. I mean, imagine you are a crime lord and you don't have a crew. That's like Tony Soprano without a crew. But he's starting at the top and be like, I'm going to collect from everybody. The mayor is going to come give me tribute. But you don't have a crew. <laughs> you don't got a crew. Yeah. No one, there's, no one has any respect for you seeing you get your ass handed to you in the street by these random generic soldier people right. with shield. They just had a shield and a, and a staff. Yeah, and they're handed, the electrical joint, you know. <laughs> you can't tell me that all the, the bad criminals on Tatooine are looking at that like, yeah, Boba Fett don't got it. <laughs> He's not, he's not the good guy. He lost guy. a few steps there, it. you know. Yeah, um, so I, I would assume that the next time he tries to collect anything, he's going to have to rough up people. He, you know, he was saying Jabba the Hutt was, um, you know, he ruled by fear and he wants to rule with respect. And I'm like... That's laughable. Well, you're That's a crime laughable. lord, dude. You're not the mayor. You're not the governor. <laughs> you're not the president. <laughs> you by, are a crime lord without a crew. But by the mere fact that you're extorting people as your business model Hello. involves some kind of violence is going to be exactly insane, right? some people and need to get switched up. Somebody's going to be like, "Well, I don't want to pay. What you going to do then? You going to give us some respect? I'm Boba Fett. I have respect for you. Like, so these guys a, say, I'm not going to pay you. What you going to do? Nothing. You going to do nothing. This is it. I mean, it's the first episode, and I mean, it was poorly thought through. Obviously. Yeah, it was. It's the first episode. I mean, and if you looked at the Man- Mandalorian, and you're like, "Wow, the Mandalorian was done so well," um, mm. and then you have you look at Boba Fett, and you're like, "This is the first episode," and you're like, "Hmm, this is I don't know about this here," you know. But there's so many good people involved in this thing. <laughs> you have uh, John Favreau. He's a great actor, director. Yeah, great. He wrote all this, a lot of stuff for The Mandalorian. Robert Rodriguez directed the video. Robert Rodriguez is like, he's a rock star, you know? Yeah, look, look, there's so many great people that are involved in this project. And this it, it felt like they were phoning it in or something like that, or they didn't have the budget for the first show. I don't know what it was. I didn't like it. I, I'm I'm sure that there's some Star Wars people that are gonna they're gonna be like, Yeah, I know better than you. This is a great show, whatever. I don't know. I've been a Star Wars fan my entire life, more so than Star Trek and all this other stuff. Yeah, I've for been a sure. Star Wars fan. Mm. And this was like, meh. Yeah, this was a. <laughs> it's the first. It's uh, it's the first episode or chapter one, and uh, you Ch- know, chapter we, one sucks. <laughs> we'll give it some time because um, we're gonna definitely get into it because the Expanse is only six episodes now that we know. Okay, Expanse um, is about to end. <laughs> <laughs> two more episodes, but. <laughs> Do you want to even like rate um, the book? We're going to see episode two. We're going to rate it because this one didn't deserve a rating. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. I I watched it twice too. You know, I watched it um, right before this podcast. It was so short. I also watched it uh, yesterday. I like that. You know, I like the shortness of it, like 38 minutes. Yeah, you know. Well, there was no story though. That's why like it just flew by because nothing happened. He he got captured. He, he tried to get away. He got captured again. He helped this poor Tuscan Raider kid. The end. He has no escape skills. None. None. This is not the Boba Fett that Darth Vader told, hey, buddy, I want to talk to you with respect. Please don't disintegrate Han Solo. Thank you very much. <clears throat> yeah. Darth Vader, who's force choking everybody mm-hmm. like this, was like, hey, buddy. <laughs> 
can you do me a favor? Do me a solid and don't exactly. force torture this guy. Mm. Like, don't, don't uh, just bring him back alive if you could, please. He said, pretty please. Like, yeah, this again, like I said, this was pretty interesting. I, um, I didn't really know what to think, but this is the first mm. episode. We are going to, um, you know, continue watching this and uh, doing some reviews, and hopefully, I'm watch. It, I'm hopefully it will get better. Right? Let's hope that it gets it better. better. Okay, so we will uh, wrap this up, and um, we look forward to um, episode number two. <laughs> you know, well, there you right. have it. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keo. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.